Extreme ECW live cast. This week we are covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 31 and 32 from November 9th and November 16th of 1999. 1999. 1993. I wish I was past 1993 in the show, <laughs> but <laughs> no, we are still here in 1993. I'm Mike Prue along with JV. JV, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, BTT Army. It's 2020. What's going on, JV? Uh, well, it still feels like 2019 <laughs> yeah, because it's does. fucking December 27th. <laughs> Happy New Year in the future, <laughs> listeners. But that's when they're hearing it. January 1st, 2020. We're in a new decade, kind of. It's not technically yeah. a new decade, but that's what people think, so I'll just go along with it. <laughs> the decade no, don't ends. be that. Don't be that. Don't be a follower. <laughs> decade ends at the December yeah. of the zero year. <laughs> well, so many people get with that. Everyone becomes a fucking expert in math and number counting and shit. <laughs> right. <The> integers. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So this week, like I said, we have uh, middle of November. And they're building up to the first November to remember, which is going to be non-televised show. So we're going to get a build up to it. In the first episode that we cover. And then in the second episode, it'll start to give us some of the highlights of that show. But they won't play any matches in full. Because they wanted it to be a special show where you had to go there. You had to show up at the ECW Arena to know what, to know what happened and to see the full matches. But we get a little taste of what happened at November to remember. And generally we would do a watch along for the big shows. But there is no recording of it. There's no tape that can be found. And I even asked Richard Land, who is the master of tracking down tapes. And he couldn't find anything for me either. So if he can't find it, it's not out there. So we're skipping ahead from that. I'll probably read through the results when we get to the halfway point right after this first episode. And so, But before we get into that, I also want to bring up, as always, that JV and I also do the bottom line wrestling cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We drop those episodes every Wednesday. It's available on just about all platforms that you listen to podcasts on. So check that out. We're currently in 1999. And we're heading into November of 1999. We're in November of 1999. And we also just did a special Hollywood Blondes episode. So go back in our archives, check that out, and subscribe and sign up for the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. JV, for free. But, yeah, for free. I'm like, yeah, well, you guys are paying to listen to us. It's <laughs> <laughs> free over there, bro. I'm sure, free. You're, I'm sure you're paying more for... What Mike and <laughs> Doc and Hardbody do, but hey, this is a little 
extra perk for being a $5 subscriber. <laughs> you get to join the ECW ride here on the Extreme Livecast. All right, so we're going to set up our network. We're going to watch on the network, and they've edited these episodes down quite a bit. So there are some segments that aren't on here that were on the original recording. So I'll probably go through certain things that are missing just to kind of keep you in the know what was going on and what the original episode was like. So that episode that we're going to do first is November 9th, 1993. So go to in-ring, go to ECW Hardcore TV, and then November 9th, 1993. And if you're not going to watch along, well, you can always listen along because we play the audio in the background. We, we sit back for the promos, and it's going to be a good amount of promos in this episode too. So good amount of audio to listen to as we go through this episode. So, JV, you about ready? I am ready. All right. I'll just give a little countdown. Three down to one. I was doing five down to one for a while, but fuck that. That's too many numbers. I'm going to go three down to one from now on. When I say play, we'll click play. All right. So, here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right, so presented in the most complete form possible due to the original production technical difficulties. And like I said, they chop up a bunch of shit and get rid of it. So that was their decision. All right, so we're going to start with the special bulletin. Jay Sully. We are scheduled to hear from Terry Funk, who will be phoning in live from the Double Cross Ranch. Wow, this audio blows, huh? We hope yeah, it does. That whistle is just crazy. Horrible. Might have to, like, tone it down for the... For the listeners. Yeah, for the background, yeah. Yeah, it's not it sounds blaring in awful. I was actually watching this episode earlier and had it yeah. on with my wife in the room, and she fucking couldn't stand it. She had to leave the room. She wanted me to shut it off. <laughs> so the audio blows. So we'll play it faintly. But yeah, it's just... Violence! Violence! Alright, so this is like a shitty we like, show opening We like here. violence, apparently. <laughs> So there's Maddie in the house, opening up the show, and basically they're showing clips from the previous episode. That Medusa and fucking Scary Sherry shit was amazing. Yeah, that was great. Oh, we got Taz versus Sabu, Kevin Sullivan being of a enhancement talent. Yeah, so these are all clips from the previous week. What we just covered. Yeah. Rock and rap with Cheap Shop, Sabu yep. in the chairs right now, smashing them. JT Smith fucking. Sullivan and that bull at a butcher. Sal Baloma makes his return with his Phantom of the Opera mask. Get more of Medusa and Sherry bitching each other out. And remember, we're the ECW. Everyone's favorite hat. It's not for ECW, everyone. it's not for everyone. And if it's not <laughs> for you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Everything was good up to that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm he went off the sorry. script. Everyone in the background just putting their heads down. Motherfucker. We don't have time to do this again. Just <laughs> yeah. keep it in. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> all right. So we got the opening with all the new people involved. It's not outdated anymore. <laughs> it's actually people that are wrestling there. Well, maybe not him. <laughs> Koloff. <laughs> the storyline wise the intro is still a little way behind <laughs> it's like months behind yeah way behind very funk choking out a ref <laughs> I mean what month did we start covering 
April. April, so yeah, I mean, a lot of this shit looks like from May. <laughs> right. Right, it's all from, like, the Ultra Hello, Clash. Joey! Joey Styles, the Joey NWA Styles, Eastern Championship. And this has got to be what the is that sign in the back? In the of Eastern Championship you can still hear that whistle, right? That ain't just me. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. Right, I don't know if it's just, like, permanently stuck in my head now or not. The very next night, this Saturday night, <laughs> oh, I feel like four days away, getting hypnotized or something. To remember. Yeah. The shit sound. It's the government, man. Famous women in professional wrestling over the last decade. All right, let's Sherry take a listen to what Joey Styles has to say. Yeah. Now, these two had never met face to face, but as we showed you on last week's program, they came face to face at a wrestling convention in New York City to discuss their upcoming matchup. Wrestling convention. And things eh? went awry. Okay, let's let's do a little bit of history here, shall we? All right, let's yes, keep listening we to this because this was great, and some people yeah. maybe didn't listen to last yes, week's episode, the last episode. So they can listen to Sherry and Medusa bimbo. each other out. Just like you are now, you haven't changed now. No matter what you do, you're always going to be in the shadow. You were there. All you did was run around with everybody at the dressing room. You didn't sit down. You didn't listen to anybody. Then, because you couldn't handle the competition that was here in the States, you run off at Japan where all the women the men. Now, in my book, that's maybe doing something pretty good. Yeah, I'll admit that. That was, that was good. That was very clever on your part. I got to commend you on that. I have to commend you on that. But you couldn't be number one here in your own damn country. I haven't run from you. I'm sitting right here face to face with you right now. You want a piece of me anywhere, anytime? That's fine. And you know that Greg the Hammer Valentine you're so proud of? That's the one thing you did do right, honey, because I him. He ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not really talking about your uh, personal life here. We're talking about you and I here. We're talking about you and I once and for all. Yeah, that, that, that might be fun just to find out just where we both stand, what we've both been doing, and mostly what you've, what I thought probably forgotten and you'll never know. So you want it November 13th? You got it. Oh, sure was hammered. <laughs> Yeah, she was definitely buzzed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? She Please sounds buzzed. Sherry, if all you can do is run your mouth about sexual credentials, baby, all you've ever done is show the committee a little... Yeah, kiss my candy ass. Candy ass. Oh, that's where the rock got it from. Stole it from Medusa. You're telling me that I couldn't prove anything in my own country? Listen, woman, you couldn't prove... You couldn't prove... You couldn't do anything over in Japan, so that's why you never came. That's oh, why you shit. never went to Japan. What a clapback. Because you couldn't hold your own weight. You know. Yeah, I stayed there for two and a half years. You've been there. You've been there. Yeah, my butt. I'll prove it to you right here, baby. Yeah, that's all you can do. There you go. Sexual credentials. Sexual credentials. <laughs> Put those on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Ask that on a day. So what are your sexual credentials? I'm going to rip this video and just like tweet it at every wrestler. 
NWA. When I was there, you left. Now I This is how you cut a promo. This is this is so good. I mean, they have their moments where they just kind of like right, don't know what to say. Wow. <laughs> then they just throw an F-bomb but or something. Or but it's realistic. It works. No, that's definitely. That's fucking on the cuff right there. That's that's like improv. Like, you think they actually, like, planned that? Or... Uh, no, I bet they planned to do something, but... Just I felt like Medusa... I felt like Medusa was caught off guard with how, like... Like, I wonder if Sherry told us she was going to go there before. Oh, maybe not. Alright, so we got another recap here, or, or, or replay, rather. Tommy! Tommy. Yeah, Zack Ryder's dad's debut <laughs> against the Tasmaniac. Two ECW originals here. Tommy Dreamer and Taz. So we saw this match, right? Yeah, we saw this last time. Yeah. I don't think they're going to play the whole match. But they're, they're just kind of recapping to build up to November to Remember. Which is the yep. following weekend. Nice suplex. Yeah, Taz wins this match with the suplex off the top rope. Top rope, yeah. Superplex. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely on one of the episodes well, last time. Did three shows last time. I think it's from the second. So. His shoulder may be broken. Boom. Tommy Joey Dreamer. Styles still alone. Yep. He's going to do a couple of matches, I think, with Don Morocco on this episode and the next one. Either this one or the next one. Morocco's pretty good on commentary. <laughs> During this debut, it, that's <laughs> you got it, kid. Yeah. But yeah, during this debut, this is when Tommy Dreamer gets the support of the fans right away, even though he loses. Fans love that nut shot. As shakes the rope and Tommy Dreamer falls on his nuts, as is gonna hit the suplex for the second rope. Won the match. I mean, Taz has the little Taz tattoo on his arm. I can't believe that. Full blown with his gimmick. Okay, now, Jason, when the camera starts rolling, I'm gonna... oh, let's take a listen to uh, Jason's bullshit. Is that Angel? Scoot along. I'm up yeah. to Come on, scoot along like the rest of the women. Okay, now when the camera goes on, I'm going to ask you a few simple guy's questions. Whack. I just want your predictions about this Saturday night, the November to remember, and this time, Jason, please, let's just oh, talk less. Okay, this Saturday, November right. to remember, uh -huh. is announced who will be managed by me. Which angle will the camera shoot my Oh, no, 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 no. This is not going to be... No cameras. This will not no be... No cameras. No, not televised. This will not be televised this Saturday night. If the fans want to see the November to remember, they've got to buy a ticket, come down and see it live at the ECW Arena. You will be old and... You'll be old, not gray, before any of these matches ever air on television. Yes, but uh, if it will not air on television, how will people get to hear who my new champion is going to be? How will they get to see the new suit that I will be wearing? How will they get to smell my clothes? This sucks. <laughs> Thank God they cut that off. Oh, uh, here we go. What is this, Salbalomo? Yeah, we've seen this. Yeah. Already. Are we lined up pretty well? Yep. 
Joey Styles right now. Yeah, Joey Styles on the screen. Hey, so they like barely played that. <laughs> they did like 10 seconds of it. Which is good, because we're going to see it again. I personally want to see Salvalomo get revenge on the man who viciously beat him down and tried to put him out of pro wrestling for good. The Rock so it looks like we're going to get a little replay of Rock and Rebel Salvalomo feud. Just a few weeks ago. And now it's Michael setting up Balomo for what I'm not sure. Michael's ascending to the top turnbuckle. He's ready to soar. Hey, so this is from Ultra Clash 1993, September 18th. Michaels against Ooh, Palomo. That was a nice splash. Oh, he missed. Sal hits a big splash. It's the win. He had Sherry in his corner for that one. He's like a stuffed animal. I don't remember that. Now Salvalon was whipping the shit out of Chris Michaels with his, his leather belt, weightlifter's belt. Cherry smacking Hunter Q around, rolling around with him. <laughs> Would wreck him in real life. <laughs> no doubt. Fucking Urkel. In real life, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I speak like I'm 11 years old. Fucking deal with it. In real life. In real life. In the real world. Yeah. Tell my dad. Oh, the Rock and Rebels. Censored. Yeah. In the, uh, the X censored screen that we can't see Salvalomo getting destroyed by the chair shots of the Rock and Rebel. His nose has to be broken. His cheek has... Somebody stop the rebel. Somebody stop the rebel. This is horrible. This is horrible. It really is horrible. <laughs> oh, no, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. Oh, my God. What would possess the rebel to do this? Sherry covering up her man below but the damage is done. Why would he do this? What reason did he have for coming into the ring? Why would any human being inflict that kind of punishment on another human being? All right, so that was from the Ultra Clash, beginning of their feud. And then we get that phone call from Dr. Theodore Voorhees. Looking at him, we have found that he has a fracture of the posterior mandible, which uh, is basically, it's a fracture of his jaw on the right side. Uh, this is not a serious condition. This doctor sucks. <laughs> yeah, did it, we dogged this doctor. Right? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Like Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. I forgot who we said it was. But like Kevin Sullivan or Freddie this is Gilbert. The guy you meet. Uh, I'm in between jobs for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and Rebel takes Joey Styles' handkerchief and blows his nose in it. I think you were the guy last week that got upset on TV that Salbaloma was hurt. And I think all the people out there were Cockhead. That he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it back in his pocket with slots. If you people want to do something about it, then come down and do it right here. It reminds me of Bob Holly. Alright, so we got Rock and Rebel versus Chris Michaels here. Chris Michaels is just playing the role of the guy against the other guy. <laughs> he goes up against Sal, he goes up against Rock and Rebel. One. Two and no, I, unbelievable! What is he doing? The match is over. Cover again. Oh, this is disgusting. What is he doing? 
Where's he going? True heel. Through and through. Rock and Rebel. Where's the Rebel going? Chris Michaels is going to be Somebody stop this man. We know what he. Oh, no. The referee now warning. You always have to go back and remember. This is 1993. Chair shots were not happening. Really much at all in the WWF. No. This is. This is a big change in wrestling. Right. This is how we almost end. So this would have been dramatic. The ECW changed everything. Oh yeah, big time, totally. But it's so easy to go back and watch this and think nothing of the chair shots. Oh, this is the beginning. Yeah, I mean, cause you know, the, like, look at the point we're at in the Attitude Era, what those shit chair shots are like. <laughs> right. All right, so this is when Sal returned last time, two weeks ago, chasing the Rock and Rebel out of the arena. For those of you who wanted to see Sal Balomo get revenge on the Rebel for what we have already seen this Saturday night, the November to Remember is just for you as both men will be carrying steel chairs steel into the chair wrestling man. ring. This is a non-sanctioned matchup, and it doesn't take a genius to figure out that this Saturday night, somebody's going to get laid out. And speaking of being laid out, there's a new sport sweeping the world called shoot wrestling, and our own Iron Man Tommy Cairo has had some experience in this sport of shoot wrestling. Well, this Saturday night, we're going to take it one step further as Kevin Sullivan will be in a shoot Kevin fight Sullivan against Iron Man Cairo in a shoot fight. Kevin Sullivan is standing by from Daytona Beach, Florida with these All right, let's listen to Kevin Sullivan. He's always pretty crazy and funny. Against Tommy Cairo. Oh, they're showing a video package. Okay, during this video package, though, on the original recording, or the original airing, they played a David Lee Roth song. Oh, a little ain't enough from 1991 when he was on a solo kick, and we're yeah. gonna play that for you in between the episodes. Pretty damn good song. <laughs> Pretty funny song. song. This ma this this match right here, these highlights would be great to Benny Hill music. <laughs> yeah. Go woman. Oh, woman. Woman. <laughs> They were on vacation forever, those two, filming all those yeah. <laughs> promos. Man, Abdullah Butch's titty. Side <laughs> titty. Just hangs over <laughs> his shirt. Huge. Hangs, hangs over his pants. Yeah, it's like an elephant here. <laughs> oh, here he is. Remember this? In Philadelphia? Yeah. Philadelphia, November to remember, I'm going to make sure everybody remembers this one. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty laugh. This is Hunter Q. Robbins III with Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson, the ECW Tag Team Champions. And oh. you're watching the ECW. Man, that's, that's saying much. <laughs> we here at Eastern Championship Wrestling are well aware of the fact that you wrestling fans in Philadelphia are the smartest, most knowledgeable fans anywhere <laughs> wow. in the world. Brown knows much. A lot of people say that, though, about the Philly audience. Remember, you, the fans, will choose yeah, because they know they'll believe them and give them their money. <laughs> the <public enemy laughs> <and bad> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the dumbasses. So they're going to keep doing it. It's like, oh, fuck. Joey Styles said this in 93. <laughs> he knows this is ECW. 
Alright, so we're getting a recap of the Bad Company Public Enemy feud. And it started back a few weeks ago with a match between Bad Company and Public Enemy. And you had these shitty kicks back and forth between... Yeah. <laughs> it's funny every time. It's the third time we've seen this. <laughs> swishy pants, bro. Swishy pants, A6. Pat Tanaka. I want swishy pants. <laughs> Remember how loud they were? And if you had the top jacket on, you were just like a fucking walking tornado. <laughs> Those things were rough, too. Shh, shh, shh. Ah, oh, fuck, here comes Mike. Just <laughs> pants. Yeah. It's like walking around like you're a bag of chips. <laughs> hey, you got any chips? Nah, it's my pants. <laughs> nah. Nah, dude, it's my swishy, my swishy jump shoot. Ma, where's my swishies? <laughs> swishies, or what else would they call them? Windbreakers. Windbreakers, yeah. As you got older. Yeah. The windbreakers, the swishies. Yeah. The fucking windbreakers, the swishy pants. When you're a dumb little kid, swishy. <laughs> parachute pants. <laughs> yeah, parachute pants, yeah. They're the elastic bands at the bottom. Yeah. Really hug your fucking leg. Oh, that, yeah. You have to wear socks to make sure that. You have to have socks big enough to cover it. Yeah. And all socks were pretty big back then, though. <laughs> yeah. Bulky. These men are animals. So, I mean, we've seen this for the third time, so I don't think we need to fucking comment, commentate this. Right, this is when Bad Company gets a win here over Public Enemy. Yeah. That we'll just kind of sets off the feud, like, what bullshit, you guys beat us, no way. <laughs> then Public Enemy just, just has it out for them after this. Hey, so with um, Pat Tanaka, I had looked up some information. Apparently, back in 1999, he wasn't paying his... Uh, Child support huh. in Massachusetts. <laughs> really? Was, yeah, and it was reported. No shit. Yeah. They called him Paul Tanaka in the article. <laughs> but it was Pat Tanaka. <laughs> Patrick Tanaka. Tag team matchup. Bad company was all set to square off against Don Morocco and Jimmy Superfly And I guess another thing that he did was he would promise people that he was going to train them in wrestling. He took the upfront money and then never trained people. <laughs> Is this a rematch? Too? Yeah. Is this a replay? Yeah, this was about to be a match, but it never what happened. What music is this? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. I kind of like it. You're hearing like punk rock, right? right. Like got something going on in the background on like yeah. computer I don't know about. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's this like is a Tony Hawk song. Right. I'm pro skater too. Yeah, I was probably playing the Bad Company music. Yeah. They put that over it. Yeah, so this match was supposed to be Morocco and Snooka against Bad Company. Public Enemy jump. Uh, bad Company before they get to the ring. Then the, the Rotten Brothers. The, uh, the Bad Breed. Or the Bad Nasties. Whatever the name was, we came up. Bad Nasties. <laughs> the Nasty Breed. The Nasty Breed, yeah. Bad Boys. Yeah, they come. Ian and Axel. Yeah. I don't know if I said it before, but Ian Rotten was the original Rotten, and Axel Rotten was brought in and 
his name was something different before, and they made him his brother. They became Axelrod. When in doubt, make him family. Yep. They're brothers. Just like with uh, Arn Anderson. It was Marty Lundy, and then when he teamed up with Ole Anderson, they just made him Arn Anderson. Oh, they're not really brothers? No. Not related at all. Oh no shit! I didn't know that. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about Arn Anderson. That's right. There was a episode. Episodes back, you said, ah, "I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly. And I know because, like, I like just like on the the BTT stuff. Yeah. A lot of a lot of their fans and listeners are like big Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson fans. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know shit about this guy. I'm not making any friends here. <laughs> One of the other co-hosts on. The World Class Championship show with Mike is his co-host yeah. is Lance. And Lance says on Anderson never done anything for him. <laughs> and the people were, All right, nice. people were blowing up his Twitter. <laughs> nice. So he's not allowed to talk about on Anderson anymore. Yeah, I kind of went <laughs> off on him too. Yeah, you normally heard it. It was funny because it was like the next week. Bad was it? Yeah, and you hadn't heard it. No, I know you didn't know. I probably should listen to more, but. Alright, <clears throat> so that was a tag team match, and uh, it was Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody against Bad Company. And they were about to win the titles, but Public Enemy interfered and screwed them. Has there been any more missed chair shots than this? <laughs> yeah. than now they're right in a cage. Yeah. And actually, this leads to a match, so this is the one match that we're going to get here on this episode. Bad company. So now we ha we have kind of the fruition of that fr of that rivalry going on. And you got a steel cage match. Three teams. The bad Breed. It's Bad Company and Public Enemy. A pretty hot tag team division at this point. Yeah, yeah. Got a feud going on with multiple teams involved. You have a different set of champions, so it's not even like the champions are involved in this match. So it's a good good sign when you're having so many people involved in a feud with each other and none of them are the champs. That building up to who's going to get the title shot. Yeah, who's the hungriest? And the funny thing is, we'll see this team out of nowhere becomes the champions. None of these teams right here will become the champions. No shit. Next. Some of these teams will become champions, but not next. Public Enemy, obviously, is going to become champs. Paulie, get him. Come on, Diamond. He, just, he seems so much bigger than everybody in the fucking ring. He does. He is. Rock and um, Rock is climbing out of the ring. Paul Diamond prevents him and brings him back in. They're fighting, battling at the top of the cage. Trading blows. You know, on commentary, you got... Don Morocco with Joey Styles. Magnificent Morocco. The Rock. Don Morocco. Man, they're just walking the ropes up there. Yeah. Rocco Rock trying to get out again. Comfortable in the cage. Rocco Rock kicks Tanaka off. Uh oh, someone's bleeding. I can't really tell because it's just like an obnoxiously bright light in the middle of the fucking ring. No, I hate that light. 
It's always in the damn way. I try to take screenshots for pictures to use on the posting, yeah. and almost always that light is, <laughs> is in the shot. Like, I can't fucking use that. It's a big blur. Rocco Rock is busted open. Too many people in this match. Shit show. Is the objective to escape the cage? That's what it looks like, I guess. You would imagine they'd I'm assuming you can't go through the door. Yeah, the door's locked. I hate that rule now. How in cage matches you can just go through the fucking entrance. Yeah. I mean, it does in some no. cases. You either climb the fuck out. Or pin. Or that's it. We want to see you climb out. It's funny though, because the whole point of the steel cage is that they're built up to a point where these guys have to be in one place fighting. Fight it out. See who wins. Oh, Rocco's out. And then the objective yeah, became right. to leave, to run away from your opponent. <laughs> so stupid. It should just be pinfall in inside the cage. Totally or submission. Knockout. Joey Styles talking a minute, a mile a minute here. <laughs> he's like the, the, the micro machine guy. Was that all right? Oh! Let's listen to this Mr. Hughes. <laughs> Mr. Hughes. Sounds like a preacher. Is to remember. Now then, Johnny Gunn, you want to chase after me like an cat? Telling everybody you're going to beat me up? Well, I got something for you. You have no idea who you're dealing with. You see, I am the man. I've been in the ring with the best. I beat up Lex Sugar, Undertaker, <laughs> Paul Barron, Tuck the Urn, the prosecution wow. of the Undertaker. And then you see... I threw it back because the competition was getting terrible. Now then, here I am in ECW chasing after you-know-who, Johnny Gunn. Now, you want a piece of me? Bring it on. You see, I am the man from the hood. The bricks, as they say, in New York City. Now, Johnny Gunn, you got some family. Talking too much. Too long. This guy's like a 45, like, he's like a fucking 20-second promo guy. <laughs> Like here is fucking seventeen minutes. Horrible. <laughs> I'm the man. Oh, are you? I'm the man. I hate when I'm they the say the, I'm the man. From the hood. I'm the man. Yeah, because you got nothing else to say. <laughs> nothing else interesting to say than just say I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. I beat everybody up. All right, so we got a video package here of Sabu. Hunter Q. Right, so this was the first match that Sabu had with, uh, with Taz. So I was listening to a, a podcast that talked about Sabu's debut and how he used to come to the ring like that with the Hannibal Lecter thing and like run into the audience and do all this crazy shit before the match started. He did it this time here, and then one more time, and then he told Paulie, like, I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore. Because <laughs> he was getting too tired before the match. Just, like, wiggling around inside that shit. It's like, I can't do that. It's dangerous. I'm too tired to do my spots. However, as I said, the NWA is now reviewing the tapes. As to... This is unheard of. I'm standing outside with my tag team champions, and you have the nerve to stand there and say that you're going to ban Sabu from television. How do you think the man makes money? He's like stealing Lord Alfred's accent. The man's value is increased by television. This is unheard of. You can't do it. We are not taking away his livelihood. This man may still wrestle 
at ECW Arena shows. Wait, 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 hold a minute. You're telling me that you're going to ban Sabu from ECW television just because a guy comes in here and scores a one, two, three in the middle of the ring? You have something against my friend Hunter Q. Robbins III because you're being prejudiced against... Prejudice? Prejudice against Sabu because this is preferential treatment because if you want to suspend or find somebody, if you want to ban somebody, why don't you take Terry fucking front of the NWA for knocking down the cameraman? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, Mr. Dangerously. Let's Reach. not talk about preferential treatment because it wasn't too many months ago when you came up from behind right. me and hit me with your telephone. Paulie hit Todd Gordon with the cell phone, the cordless phone. Your lawyers got involved, didn't they, Mr. You know, let me tell you something. If you want to play those kind of games with Sapu, you know, Sapu can have the same type of lawyer. Can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, Come with me. Bills are spinning. <laughs> and here was the idea. Paulie's going to announce Sabu as a new member of the Dangerous Alliance. Shane Douglas doesn't take kindly to that. So Paulie's going to introduce Sabu as the newest member of the Dangerous Alliance. Shane Douglas is not really happy about that. I just had myself... I just <laughs> That's had a my very unstable partner to have in your... <laughs> right. Like, yeah, does this guy really have my back? <laughs> Look at him. He's wearing a fucking don't bite people mask. I just said a right? bunch of shit, and I had my mic off. <laughs> I was like, Did you? Yeah. Was any of it good? I think so. <laughs> I just repeated <laughs> some of it. <laughs> Did you hear me talk about Sabu getting blown up before the match started? No. Really? No. Anyway, I thought I had the mic open for that. But prior to Sabu's matches, he'd come down in the Hannibal Lecter shit and get all tied before the match started. And Paulie, like, all right, you don't have to do that anymore because Sabu was complaining. That he's getting too tired before the matches started. A little tidbit there. So that's why he only makes those kinds of entrances twice. It was all, all on one weekend, and Sabu was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. Cool idea to make him look crazy, but he don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's funny seeing Shane Douglas right now because of how we just we just saw him. Yeah, we just did a watch on the bottom line cast. Yeah. January of 93, so here we are in November, Different haircut. October. Yeah. yeah, he had a mullet in January. Now it's he a lot has cooler now. Yeah, it's a lot better now. I don't think his physique's as good as it was in January. But his hair looks better. Yeah. <laughs> he got a better haircut. <laughs> he's probably training more with, like, Ricky Steamboat back in January. Now he's not. And he probably had some time off for injury. I'm pretty sure he got injured as he left. That's why they didn't want they didn't uh, keep him signed. So, Sandman was supposed to face Shane Douglas for the championship here. Uh, Sandman was injured. Sabu took his place. 
And Sabu wins the title there. Oh, they're building up to another show that's going to be this upcoming Friday. It's Terror at Tabor. And then the Saturday was going to be November to Remember. So they had two big shows, Terror at Tabor and November to Remember. So in the episodes to come, we'll probably get a lot of matches from those shows. Now I have the privilege. I'm about to speak to one of the most phenomenal athletes in the history of this sport. He's currently in Japan, ready to hop on a plane right back here. He's going to be ready Saturday night for November to remember. I'm talking about Road Warrior Hawk of the League. Here we go. All right, we got a. Oh, they're on a phone call though. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Hawk on the phone. Japan, but we understand he will be here. He is ready for this Saturday night, the November to remember. And Hawk, I understand you don't care who you're teaming with Saturday. You're just ready for competition. You know, I'm sitting here in Tokyo, right? I got some cat looking at me walking down the street of spikes. We're 14 hours ahead of you. He says to me, what are you into? I said, plasma, hemoglobin. Sounded like someone trying to sound like I think it's him though. No, no, it's definitely him, but it was just sounds like tired or something. My fucking network just shit the bit on. Thirty-five fifty. I'm missing Terry Funk right now. Damn. Yeah, I'm at thirty-six ten. All right, so Terry's saying something good. So yeah, he just told everyone to shut up. Like you, so we can listen to this. And I am the only person that knows who that mystery partner is. So he's talking about a mystery partner, and he's the only one, obviously, that knows who it is, or it wouldn't be a mystery. Right. What's your timestamp? You will not be disappointed. 36, 34, 35. All right. And those two people are the Road Warrior Hawk and Sabu. You know, I wrestled with the Road Warrior Hawk before. What a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Looks like badasses there. Terry Funk going in. Happening in the ECW arena that night. I had to hold a man up. Here he was supposed to be a wonderful tag team partner for me. Well, let me tell you something. Road Warrior Hawk always went ahead and depended on animals. Because he didn't have any ability on his own. I just didn't realize which one had the ability. Now I do realize who has the ability. And speaking of Sabu, he better go ahead and figure out exactly who he is and what kind of a wrestler he is. If he's a wrestler or a brawler. Because if he wants to brawl, I'll brawl with him all over the ECW arena. And if he wants to wrestle... Believe me, my partner can wrestle with the best of them and has year after year after year. Who is he? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But you won't be disappointed in November to remember this Saturday night at the ECW 
Not bad. We're having some fun Good promo, now. Yeah. My, oh my. Yeah. Phone the neighbors, wake the kids. We're having more fun now than humans should be allowed. Later on in this program, we'll have stupid yuppie tricks with Paulie Davis. <laughs> that was Davis dumb. Play. But right now, it's time for the top ten reasons why you should be at the November to remember. We'll steal anyone's idea to make this show work. Number ten, you'll find out who Terry Funk's <laughs> mystery like, uh, is. Letterman. Number nine, yeah. if you go, That's you'll what this is, yeah. Number eight, if your children misbehave, Sabu will eat them for you. <laughs> Number seven, three words. Woman, woman, woman. Number six, if we sell out, we won't have to air those stupid Carver W. Reed commercials anymore. Number five, Sherry and Medusa, meow. Number Hell four, yeah. you get to pick the stipulations as Tanaka and Diamond face the public enemy. Number three, you yeah, get to pick the stipulation, man. and ruin his new suit. Number <laughs> That's two, the ticket taker is a nymphomaniac? Hey, I didn't write this, I'm just reading it. And the number one reason why you should be at the November to remember, it won't suck. <laughs> it won't suck. Boys and girls. All right. Is gonna be Eddie in the house. Ride. See, here's this dude named Road Warrior Hawk. He's about that big. He's the biggest. He's the best. <laughs> He's the meanest of them all. He's a warrior. He does look badass, though. Hawk, well, Hawk, yeah. Yeah. yeah the fucking Legion of Doom Road Warriors were fucking badass. Sabu. And this maniac named Sabu is the wildest. Is the crazy. They playing like NFL music? Sounds like it. <laughs> genocidal lunatic ever to hit the NWA. Yeah. Sabu and Hawk are going to become a team together on November 13th. And this is how it began. I picked as Sabu's partner. Road Warrior Hawk. No, 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 no. Road Warrior Hawk's not going to team with Sabu. No, no. You can't have Road, Road Warrior Hawk's never going to team. You told me and he agreed. <laughs> That anybody that we pick can team with Sabu and... Are you following this? I know who is on the list because I've looked at it. And I'm not going to pick Abdul the Butcher. And I'm not going to pick Kevin Sullivan. I'm not going to pick Tito Santana. I'm not going to pick Ted DiBiase. I'm going to pick somebody that is a whole lot closer than that to me. Somebody that I can trust. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm anxious to know. Is that right? Bunker going at it. Beginning of one so of this is setting up for Sabu and a mystery partner. No, against Road and, Warrior Hawk, I mean Sabu and Warrior Hawk against Funk and a mystery partner. Yep, this is the main event, in November to remember. This is Sabu. Whether they like it or not, they're gonna team up against Terry Funk and we don't know who because Sabu <laughs> interrupted him. Who will be Terry Funk's partner? I don't know. Hawk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sabu. <laughs> Terry Funk. 
Definitely not gonna be JT Smith. <laughs> well, sin, man. Sorry, Funk turned heel on them. Man, I wish we could watch the show. November to remember. November 13th at the ECW Arena. But it's not available. Tag team match: Road Warrior Hawk and Sabu versus Terry Funk and a mystery partner. The ladies' match of the century: Sensational Sherry Martel versus Medusa. You couldn't do anything over in Japan, so that's why you never came. That's why you never went to Japan because you couldn't hold your own weight. You know. Yeah, I stayed there for two and a half years. You've been there. You've been there. Shoot fight rules. Kevin Sullivan versus Tommy Cairo. The viewers' choice match. You choose the stipulations. Card looks pretty Rocket solid. And Paul Diamond versus yeah, it does. the public enemy. There's no fear in these eyes. There's no tolerance in this soul. You may have won the battle, but you'll never win the war. I'll do whatever I have to do. If I have to slash your throat with a razor next time, you step in that ring, you will never <laughs> have to kill you. Hey, doesn't uh, Johnny Grunge look like the kid that used to live down the street from you that got in big trouble? Fuck his name, Slick. Tommy Dreamer in a return match. Oh, the young kid? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in jail or something. Yeah. Or something like really bad. I forget what it is. Yeah, I think he... I killed someone. Yeah, I think he killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Crazy. That's far yeah, That got dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> As the show goes dark, too. Yeah. Well, that concludes the episode from November 9th, 1993. Building up to November to remember. But before we take our little break and head on to the next episode, I'm going to go through the results of November to Remember. The first match, Salvador Maloma defeats Rockin' Rebel by forfeit in a chairs match. Sandman's going to take on Jim Neidhart. They're going to fight to a no contest. The Public Enemy defeats Bad Company. And it's going to be a South Philly hood match. Match is going to go for about 16 minutes. So Public Enemy comes out on top there. In a quick two-minute shoot fight match, Kevin Sullivan defeats Tommy Cairo. Sherry Martel ends up not having a match against Medusa, but instead have instead has the match against Malaya Osaka. So that might have been building up to you know how she was mentioned in Japan a bunch of times. Yeah. So. Yeah. They probably were setting up for this match instead. Like, oh, you can't take on the people from Japan and that shit. So, Malaya Osaka is going to defeat Sherry by DQ. The Suicide Blondes, the tag team champs, Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson, they defeat the Bad Breed. Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer are going to come in, then defeat the Suicide Blondes in 10 seconds. So Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer are going to win the tag team titles at November to remember. And then Tommy Dreamer is going to have a match against Taz right after that as the tag team champ. And Taz is going to beat him once again. And then Mr. Hughes has his match against Johnny Gunn, who also just won the tag titles with Tommy Dreamer. In a nine-minute match. And then in the main event, world champion, ECW champion Sabu and Road Warrior Hawk defeat Terry Funk. And his mystery partner, who do you think it is? Yes. 
Are you going to spoil it? Yeah. Is it? All right. Yeah, I'm going to spoil it. I have no idea. All right. So but I, I want a hint. I want a hint. Okay. Is it someone that's already been on the roster? Nope. It's someone we haven't seen yet? Somebody we haven't seen yet. Somebody from WWF who is not at WWF at this time, but will be back in a couple of years in WWF. Be there for a short amount of time, but was mainly in WWF in like 86, 87. 85, 86, 87. Uh, While you're thinking about it, this uh, match is a winner-takes-all match for the ECW Championship and the TV Championship. Because Terry Funk's the TV champion. So this is so this is a championship match? Yeah, it's world champion versus TV champion in a tag match. So if Sabu's team wins, he gets a TV title. If Terry Funk's team wins, he'd get the world title. But Sabu's team does win, so Sabu retains the world title and becomes TV champion. Terry Funk's yep. partner is King Kong Bundy. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I have no idea what the connection is with Terry Funk and King Kong Bundy. He says, somebody I know, somebody close to me. <laughs> like, I don't remember you ever having anything to do with King Kong Bundy. Yeah, maybe like Road Buddies or something yeah, back in the day. maybe. Yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Be interesting to see him in the ring, though, with all these, you know, ECW-sized people. I think it's just a one-off, though. He's probably not on anything else after this. But anyway, that's November to remember. And they'll probably show some matches in the upcoming episodes. Probably even the next episode we're about to watch, there'll be more of it. And some of the highlights. I'm pretty sure they show highlights of Public Enemy and Bad Company. And even the, the main event with Sabu and Hawk against Terry Funk and King Kong Bundy. All right, so we're going to take a quick little break. We'll play a little music for you. Uh, this is the song that was on during the Kevin Sullivan video package in the original version of this episode. And it's David Lee Roth. A little... Is a something? <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> uh, what is it called? A Little Ain't Enough. A Little Ain't Enough by David Lee Roth. So... We'll be back right after the break with the next episode. Singing on Blue Street 
All right, we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that David Lee Roth hit song from 1991. <laughs> but uh, we're back with uh, episode 32 coming up in just a moment from November 16th, 1993. So they're just coming off of November to Remember. I just read the results to you. So we're going to be getting some highlights from that show. So it's mostly more highlights, video packages, promos with one match that they show as an exclusive match from November to Remember, which is the same man against Jim the Anvil Nightheart. So, JV, you all ready to go? Yep, this is 40 minutes and 46 seconds, right? Yep. Okay. I'm all yep. zeroed up here. So Likewise. I'll put down three down to one and then say play. When I say play, that's when we'll all click play. Three, two, one, play. And again, this one is edited pretty heavily. It's a 40 minute show. Probably would be about 50 minutes, so they cut about 10 minutes out somewhere here and there. If you met, so we got Maddie in the house, and the volume, the sound is much better. It's a regret. No buzzing. Yeah, no whistling. Yeah, no buzzing. All right, finally. Oof. Sorry about that, listeners. The first episode it has nothing to do with us, and maybe he's going to do his best to just make it not as painful, so hopefully it wasn't that bad. Hey, this is a different opening than the last one. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on. This is old <laughs> music, too, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Isn't it, like, better music now? Yeah, there was a better rock. Like. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one prior to the one that they've been using. Yeah, maybe they like this one so much they went back to it. <laughs> that was strange. You know, Paul, I think that public enemy has talk. forgotten listen. why they call us bad company. Bad company. You know, we're the masters of stealing. We're the masters of the cheating. Master of stealing. <laughs> and if it's blindside you want, we'll give it to you. That's right. You know, the name of the game in wrestling as in everything else is survival. In the hood, it's all about survival. For bad company, as long as we've been together, it's been survival because everybody wants a piece of bad company. Because we are what tag team wrestling's all about. Now, you guys have tried to get us up. You haven't been able to do it yet. We're a little upset here, and I got a great idea. It just sends chills up my spine when I think of it. Here it is. Listen up and listen good. You guys want to fight? A fight is what you'll get. Let's get a wrestling arena. Put a ring in the middle. Let's have no fans. No doctors, no cops, no witnesses. You're going to put your career on the line, and we're willing to risk ours. Just to prove to you when the doors are locked and the fight's over, that we're going to show you and everyone out there just how bad this company can be. And that's why he never made it as a single. <laughs> yeah, that's why they put a mask on him in the WWF. It's building. It's escalating to a fever pitch. So they're gonna have an empty arena match. Has just challenged career versus career. Enemy to an empty arena match. This means two teams enter, one team leaves the building. No police, no fans, no doctors, but the four members. Only about the ref? two will leave. We the will ref? have a response 
from the public enemy. They're alive and oh, here. Oh, what it are they is. gonna say? You know, Rocco, bad company. They want this stipulation. An empty arena. They're crazy. You know the boys, they got to be crazy. They got to be crazy. No way. That's what you like. <laughs> you know, I love this white fly boy. Day, Johnny yo, Rod. yo, yo. We kill them. That's it. You may have won a few battles, but now the war is over. You know, bad Rock company. It's going to be kind of like in that sail block. That six by six square. Rocco Rock kind of looks like Teddy Goods, no? It's going to be a shame there's not going to be a million people to see there and witness your death when I puck your lung in with that ice pick, maybe. Or I slit your throat with that razor, because you know what? This is the ECW, and it can be done, and for sure it can be done if there ain't no witnesses. Three squares a day, yeah. Three squares a day. I like it. Oh, yeah, I do. I like it. Three square meals a day? Is that what oh, talking about? Easy I'm guessing so. I didn't really wow. get three square meals in jail if they have to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really hood talk. I didn't get Empty arena match against bad company. This I want to see. What an empty arena. Yeah, let's spend all this man in a fucking arena. <laughs> Not let anybody in. Oh, we got clips from November to Remember with some kind of dance strobe lights. <laughs> that would have annoyed me the whole show to watch that. So it's the bad breed against bad company here. It's a clip. Still pandering to Philly. Right. I gave you my home phone number. What, what, what can they do? That's where all their shows are. <laughs> they have to kiss their ass. Oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead was not on at hey, that Beavis time. Hey, Neither were any Yeah, they don't leave Philly for a while. Over the TV listings. Now, enough of that. We can't show you the November to remember. But after the match at the November to remember, something happened. And we're going to show you. A challenge. Looks like they're at like Cathay Pearl. <laughs> Chinese restaurant. <laughs> they're at ECW Arena. But yeah, it looks different with the lights. Hey, so Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Gunn just won the titles there in a 10 second match right after Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson defended the titles against the. Uh, it's the uh, bad breed, right? Yeah, it's the bad breed. Yeah, bad breed. The Rock Brothers. Let's take a listen to Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer. You could call a fluke. You Italian boys. We got these belts. You want them? Come and get them. Come and get them. Big baby <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, Sal Balone. We haven't heard him talk in a while. Hopefully he has something to say. He's got his OG outfit on, too. Yep. Welcome back to ECW. For the bottom of my heart, you people of Philadelphia, I thank you. I thank you so much. My family thank you. My kids thank you. My friends thank you. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you people pray for me and I know if you know where's for the Philadelphia people, I will not be here today. Thank you for the bottom of my heart. <laughs> so nice, Abaloma. Oh, he attacked Rock and Rebel. Oh, Rock and Rebel trying to act injured. Yeah. They didn't have to have the match. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm injured. I'm not going to be able to have the match. Bullshit. Sal Baloma hits him with the chair. 
Wow, it's gonna be a cave out there of this because they recorded everything. The fuck Sabu just jumps into a table, nobody on it. Oh, Terry Funk's. Whoa. Oh, they don't show the fall. Damn it. It looks like there were tables set up and he fell off. Went through a bunch of tables. Damn it. I do regret not being able to go there when I was 10 years old. <laughs> There were women bleeding for the first time in American wrestling history at the November to remember. Is that a factual? Believe who did well, women bleeding. Historically accurate? Yeah. Doubt it. <laughs> you can make anything up you she want in wrestling. <laughs> she was biting. She was using her nails. We couldn't stop her. Even I got out of the ring when it started. You're talking now, about Sherry? Back yeah, the bleeding and all that. The women. Oh, she just dropped that girl on her head. That's Malaya Osaka. Yeah, Malaya is in a fucking. Yeah, she's just wearing like, like a Macy's outfit. Alright, so we got some cheap generic music here, but. <laughs> this the, is awful music. In the original, it's Aerosmith back in the saddle. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back! That would go great with these chair shots. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Because she is back. As Maddie in the house just said before they started this video, she's back. These shows would be so much better with the actual music playing. <laughs> How are those lyrics there? Hey. Hey, this is terrible. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> This is like the song they play in like the middle of like a fucking series on FX. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> like in some montage scene. Yeah, fade out to everyone on their bikes. Yep. <laughs> fade into Jack's giving Opie a uh, thumbs up. <laughs> Smile. Somebody in the back room counting money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a switchblade polishing their gun right now. Probably commentate the match, huh? Write <laughs> <laughs> our own episode in. <laughs> yeah, this shit, huh? They got Shane Douglas pummeling away on Sabu here. So this has just turned into a video package of all Sherry's shit that she's done. More so than what happened at November. Remember. And Douglas and Sherry. Sensational one. She makes whatever wrestler she's with look legitimate. Right. Like when she was with Shawn Michaels, it made Shawn Michaels yeah. seem legit after being in a tag. <laughs> I love those little punches that Shane Douglas does with her. Shadow boxing. Oh, look at Tiger on the top rope. Those knockers hanging. And Sherry's that Bailey's on, mom. Uh, Sherry's being oh, that's scared Sherry. Oh, she looks yeah. different. Tiger looks like Bailey. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Is Freddie Gilbert about to get his ass kicked by Sherry? Freddie. His windbreaker oh. jacket. Those wigs off. All right, this is from November to remember here, but Cherry is just beating the shit out of Osaka. 
man, what the hell song is this? We got knock off ACDC. Mary just whacked the ref with the steel chair. Now she's slamming it into the gut of Boy Osaka. This is long. Yeah, way too long. <laughs> Especially with this song playing. <laughs> if it was Aerosmith, it would be pretty badass. But I could deal with it. No, that. yeah. This sucked ass. Alright, good. It's over. Alright, Joey Styles with Malaya Osaka. Let's see what she has to say. Don't look that Japanese. Malaya, words just can't describe the beating you took tonight at the hands of Sherry. I got words for that beating. Sound that Japanese. Sherry, I've been beaten and I've been cut open by the best women in Japanese wrestling. Dump Matsumoto, Bull Nakado. Oh those God. are true wrestlers. They get in there and they wrestle. They don't just have to beat people up like they you. Had a great match. This is the watched. first time in the history right. of American women's wrestling that a woman bled. But yeah, I guarantee she did. Right. it yeah. won't be the yeah, last. And the next time I catch up with you, I guarantee you're going to learn what it means to bleed. That's a good promo. Better promo than Paul Diamond. Yeah. I just got invaded by my animals, so I need a second to get them out. <laughs> this is like right outside of where they do the editing. I remember the entryway. When Jay Sully left, went out for a walk. No, Eddie Gilbert. When Eddie Gilbert left the building, that's the stairs he went up. They met the guy on the street corner. Alright, I'm back. I didn't know you left. <laughs> oh, that's what I said. I, like, I just got invaded by my animals. I'll be oh, right back. Oh. They like, pushed the door open and just came in causing shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't miss any. You missed the November to remember. Stop rubbing it on our face. Missed it. Yeah. Right, so you just, like, might as well just show dream. the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it shows the matches. They have all the clips, so they have the... Definitely recorded it. And you can't find this anywhere? No. Like I said, the guy Richard Land, that big time video guy, he's going to find it either. Here's the bonus match taped exclusively for ECW television. Surfer Sandman against Jim Neidhart. Alright, so they're in the ring here. I know what they edited. They cut out the entrances here. Original. Jim Neidhart doesn't fit. Same gear. Right. He's wearing his Hot Foundation gear. Although Bret Hart continued just to wear the Hot Foundation yeah, gear. Yeah, he did. He did. This doesn't really work. Because <laughs> he hadn't been in the Heart Foundation for like two years at this point. He actually was in a tag team with Owen Hart. New foundation in war. Matter of fact, parachute pants. Swishy pants. <laughs> Holy fuck. Watching a big semi-track just crash on the news. Joey Styles is doing commentary with Tony Rumble. 
Tony Romo. That sounds familiar. I'm going to have to look him up. I think it just reminds you of Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo does good commentary these days. Yeah, he's the best in football, yeah. right. I think. I think so, too. He can tell you exactly what the quarterback's going to do next. Tony Rumble from Boston, the Boston bad boy, Tony Rumble. In 1999, founded Century Wrestling Alliance, so local promotion. Out of a heart attack. Absolutely. You know, I heard that he used to do some of the practice He's sinister. Look at that smile. He's sinister. He's sick. I heard he used to like uh, going through the practice scrimmages without That's all he's known for. He's Tony Rumble. And he wanted everybody else to do it. One time known as the Dungeon Master. He didn't want to. like Marcus Allen. Only him and Howie Long wanted to. You know Howie Long's from Boston, don't you? Yeah, well. Charlestown, to be exact. Charlestown. Hey. Charlestown. Boston. You mean a town? Where they robbed the banks? Yeah. That's everybody said. They robbed banks there. There's bank robbers there. <laughs> I saw it in the movie. <laughs> what was that Ben Affleck movie? Rob Fenway. The town. town. Yeah, yeah. The town. Yeah. That's, right. but that's where, that's that's where, where that's all right. the guys are from. Right. Charleston. Yeah. Charleston has the most bank robberies. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to talk. Yeah, I know. I speak it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I speak it fluently. <laughs> Just talk. Yeah, the listeners are like, hey, you sound like that. Why are you making fun of it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Although there is a slight difference with our accent in Boston. We're more like a Rhode Island accent. Kind yeah. Of, you know. Like slobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a lot of the Boston people fake their accent. They, they go to the extreme with it. <laughs> they would normally just sound like us, but they stretch it out. <laughs> when I'm on vacation, I don't even try to hide it. Oh, fuck it. People automatically know where you're from when you go on vacation. Yeah, that's like the number one conversation starter on vacation with like strangers. Yep. Oh, you Where are you Boston? from? Oh, that accent. Sometimes they think New York. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Hey, one time somebody thought I was Italian just because of the way I spoke. <laughs> oh, you Italian? No. Yeah. What you They'll say like <laughs> French. And then they refer to you the rest of the time while you're on vacation if you're on like a resort or something. Hey, it's Boston. The guy from Boston over here. He's <laughs> from like Tennessee. How about the Patriots? Alright, <laughs> his body slam on the outside by Jim the Evil Nightheart as he comes back into the ring. He's doing jumping jacks. He's like, yeah, look at this shit promotion that I'm doing a job in. Hey, check for him. Probably got like 50 bucks. I wonder what somebody would get paid for making a spot shot here. W. Yeah, I have no idea what Tony Rumble's talking about. <laughs> He's definitely not the Tony Rumble of this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too much TV. Get a life. Pull out of your house. Hey, wait, wait, knock it. I've got a life. Knock it off. Yeah, you got a real life. Maybe roll one. 
Low life. You got a life. You got a low life. That's what Tony Rumble's saying. Telling Joey Styles to stop watching too much TV. I hate that line. Hey, stop watching too much TV. Like, where the fuck do you think you learn so much stuff from? From watching fuck TV. Read a book. Go out in the street. See what's really going on. Yeah, reading sucks. <laughs> reading to learn sucks. I'd rather watch and learn. Watch and learn, you know? Watch and learn, right. It's not read and learn. Though I do like to read. Don't have the time. I like to read, but I don't like to. I like to read to be entertained, right. not to learn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're learning while you're reading, but yeah, you don't set out. Oh, let me read this textbook so I can fucking learn about fucking equations and shit. <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna practice some math. Oh, Jason's down here now. Jason's involvement in this match with his <laughs> pompadour. Oh, a double clothesline in the middle of the ring. Flat hair. The lighting of this match, all these matches from November to remember, suck. It's like a Bray Wyatt Fiend match. Red tint. Yeah, the, the lighting setup wasn't the best choices to go with, like, fucking neon lights. Oh. So it looks like it's a double three count. Both shoulders are down. Referee made the three count, so it's uh, a draw. Right? Is that what they... Good. Yep, right. the draw. Yep. Shows you what happens when uh, they both get counted down. I, I hate when they don't have the actual timer on the screen. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, time's up. Time's up. It's a six-minute match. <laughs> if it's a draw, just let them keep going. Yeah, that's true. Jason Knight. It used to be Jason Knight. Now he's just Jason. I'm going to call myself just Rumble. That's two words. Look at that. All right, so Jason is in the ring. Sexiest man on earth. That's what it says on the screen. That's not my thoughts. You can't really hear what the fuck he's saying. No, it's all echoey. You might think he's in like the middle of like a fucking carnival. Right. Surrounded by like... Hey, you Good speakers were expensive in the 80s and sound systems. It's not like now where it's like... Imagine if like your phone is better than what they fucking have right now. <laughs> There's 1,400 people there. About 1,500 people. That's fast I can't hear anything he's saying. Yeah, Jason's trying to get a client. He's asking Nighthawk to be his manager. Oh, Nighthawk said his hair looks beautiful. Jim Nighthawk says he's not, not his type. You should ask the Sandman. Anvil is out of there. 
Like I gotta hit the road. I'm the fuck out of here. Sandman got knocking his ass out. It's going on too long. <laughs> Shitty audio. Yeah, this angle isn't interesting enough to be going on this long. <laughs> no. Gives a little shove. Sandman pushes Jason. Oh! Oh, nice kick. <laughs> he just nailed him with a little kick. Oh, a throat punch. Oh, that was nice. That was a nice kick. Yeah. He, like, went to throw his hair. His hair doesn't move. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were saying that last time, too. He never moves, but he, like, takes it. Like, might as well be a bald guy trying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandman got the advantage now and takes him. And he's, you know, looks like he's trying to dump him out of the ring. Now he body slams him in the middle of the ring. Oh, here comes Mr. Hughes, the one client of Jason. Mr. Hughes going to pound him in the back. I would imagine we're going to get a big splash coming. Mr. Hughes going to work. This is when Mr. Hughes looks good. You know, being a badass in the ring. Not on the mic. Yeah, he's definitely like an enforcer guy. Right. He's basically the character of Big Bubba Rogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just an updated version. Yeah, so Sandman's laid out. Thanks to Curtis Hughes. Or as he's being called, Mr. Hughes. Huge. And he's the man. He told us. Remember? Yeah, he's the man <laughs> from the hood. It's happening. Let's move on to the next segment, guys. They could do more than just kick. So I'm disappointed that we didn't get a big splash. He had like the one good like punt kick. Right. And that was it. And that might have just been a really good sell. All right, finally done with that segment. Get a Sabu video pack. Sabu. See Sabu do some crazy shit. What do we got here? Oh, teasing the the match from November to remember. Abu and Hawk versus Terry Punk. <laughs> and his mystery partner, it's already revealed, Punk Bundy. 
You want to reveal it here for us? There he is, King Kong Bundy. And then line up the letters. Alright, let's take a listen to Terry Funk after November to remember. Sure, this is good. Joey Styles. I want to say a couple of things to you people out there and you yourself. Do you realize that I have never been afraid of anything in my life? I have no fear, believe me. I have danced with the Grim Reaper before. I have smelled death in the air before. And let me tell you something else. My father, God bless him, died in my arms so I know what fear and death is. And I am not afraid of any man. So Paulie dangerously brings a person like Sabu into the ring. He brings him before me and what does he think I'm gonna do? Does he think I'm gonna get down on my knees and shudder and shake? Oh no, I'm not because I am not afraid of that man. I am not afraid of the hawk. I am not afraid of King Kong Bundy. I am afraid of no one and certainly not afraid of Paulie Dangerously. Now, Joey Styles. You are about the same size as Polly Dangerously. Am I right or not? Uh, yeah, about, about Don't that. even go ahead and give me any of that bullshit the way you're talking to me right now. <laughs> I'm saying you're about the same yeah, size yeah, right. as Polly Dangerously. Yes, yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. And he's not supposed to be afraid of anything. Right. Well, let me ask you one thing. Come here. Do you think that he would be afraid if I grabbed him by the yes. collar yes. <laughs> like <laughs> I grabbed yes. you? Yes, he would be afraid. I'd be scared as fuck right now. I'm sure he would be afraid. Fuck smells like shit, too. Files probably shit his pants. No, he'd be afraid. Shut up! Now, let me tell you something else. You don't think he would be afraid with that, do you? But what if I took the same string that I'm putting around your neck right now, you little and stuck it around his neck and started to choke him. Do you think, do you think that he would Joe's be afraid of that? Do you Holy think, shit. do you think that you would be afraid of that? Do you? Why, you damn well right he would. Because he would wow. be afraid for his life, for his damn life. That's what he would be afraid of. And that's what you should be afraid of. And that's what Sabu should be afraid of too because I am the toughest son of a you damn like so cool, right? now get out of here you puke face fool well oh, awesome after promo. that happened that was great Joey that Styles went running back to our director Matt Radico and was saying hey look at Matty now he's long locks here <laughs> One side looks more permanent than like, the other. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> I crimp. need something. Need somebody to help me. Please help me. So everybody was paying attention to Joey Styles, little Joe College crybaby wannabe something. <laughs> and I saw Road Warrior. Eddie in the house is like the host of this episode. 
on one of the benches, and he, he screamed out, I'm ready to do my interview. Now, he was bleeding from head to toe. But there was nobody to shoot this interview. So guess what? I picked up my Matty cam. I ran over into the corner of the locker room. And now, look, the lighting's not the best on this. But I conducted the interview, and I don't think you really have Maddie to see Cam. Hawk. You just have to All listen. Right, let's take a listen, then. You know what I'm thinking? Hawk oh, I'm thinking jacked. two things. Plasma and oh, hemoglobin. Jack is my, shit. I'm knee-deep in it. My plasma, my hemoglobin. Hey, bunks, and what the hell is going on around here? Bundy, where he come from? <laughs> Well, you know something? You're big, Bundy, and fuck your nuts. I know. I'm an authority on it. suddenly said fuck your nuts. It didn't sound like You're not that nuts where you ain't smart. You're damn smart, stick me, with handcuffs on that rope. And that's the only way you'd survive. But Sabu, the brother, came through and put you down for that count, punk, while I sat and watched it bleed my own blood. Makes me sick, but at the same time, I've never felt better. Jimmy Anvil Nightheart, you what know, a man. You he know something, me. Hawk, you wonder where Bundy came from. What I want to know is where did he go and why? Why did he just run up and leave Terry Funk in the ring? Terry Funk, you haven't got the guts to fight anybody with her fist. He's got to put handcuffs and... Pulling the man to the ring to make things fair. You haven't got the guts, Terry Funk, to fight the Hawk the way it should be done. Listen, my friend, because surely someone like me could never have an enemy. Funk, pray if you never have. Start, because this is a whole new era in my life. The old book is closed forever, and you just started a new novel. <laughs> I'll be around. He'll be around. See you at the end. I love. If you missed. I love the, the intensity of Anvil and Hawk in these promos, because it's so such like stereotypical <laughs> wrestler <laughs> promo. That like, yeah, it is. If. It's like something you see in a comedy. Right, if it was on like a sitcom, say it was like Married with Children, like, oh, wrestling this Friday, and they showed like two fake wrestlers talking, that's the kind of promo they would cut. Like just basic yelling at the camera. I love it, though. Paul e. Dangerously here Especially from those guys. What's Paul e. going to Definitely not in wellness there. A game of one no. Going on. Everybody wants to be the main doo-doo-disturber then you got a dude running around named Jason, and he introduces his very first protege and a real impressive one at that by the name of Mr. Hughes. And then you got a dude running around by the name of Terry Funk, a former NWA dude, World Heavyweight Champion. And Terry Funk. 
It's like Robert Downey's, you know, I'm dude playing a dude trying to be another dude or something like that. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Right. I'm the dude playing the dude pretending to be the dude. Smith to the point where Smith is so brokenhearted, he won't return Todd Gordon's phone calls. He won't appear on ECW television because his heart is so broken, he can't stand to face his own hometown Philadelphia public anymore. And then you want to shock the entire wrestling world by bringing King Kong Bundy out of retirement at the non-televised November to remember? Terry Funk, don't you miss your ECW television championship that you lost in the middle of the ring in your title versus title dream partner tag team match? Huh? Don't you miss this belt? Don't you miss the prestige? Don't you miss the glory? Don't you miss the money that goes along with it? You must, Terry. I mean, it seems to be bringing back some awful bad memories right, to you that Sabu beat you in the middle now. of the ring and is now the ECW the heavyweight <laughs> champion and is now the ECW television champion as well. You're coming out here going, Oh, my daddy died in my arms. Hey, man. If I was your father and I looked up and I saw that face and I saw a son that walked like this and talked like this, I'd probably die in the man. If I ever Two sired awesome a son that looked back, like yeah. that, I'd want to die too. But you see, Terry Funk, you got much bigger problems than my desires. Because there is someone here in ECW who is obsessed with your demise. And that is the ECW heavyweight champion and the ECW television champion. And he is just one man. And that man's name is Sabu. He's not a man, he's a monster. He's not even a monster, he is a living, breathing, homicidal, suicidal, genocidal animal that is without is. question the, the, the most awesome yeah. human machine of destruction on the face of God's green earth. A man that will sacrifice his own body to do physical harm unto his given opponent. A man who goes further than any kamikaze has ever gone. A man that does not mind breaking bones within his own system just to make sure that he breaks bones within yours. A man who does not mind having to spend the rest of his life with scars from head to toe as long as he wins the match. Because the only thing Sabu understands is getting his hand raised up in the air. That's the way he was raised. From the day that he was born, it was bred into Sabu that he will not have breakfast, he will not have lunch, he will not have dinner, he will not be fed, he will not get water, he will not have any of the accoutrements that go along with a luxurious lifestyle unless his hand go up in the air. Now, you can come out here and talk about sensational sherry making women bleed. And you can come out here and talk about Jason and Mr. Hughes. You can talk about the empty arena match.
between bad company and the public enemy. An empty arena match. I guess that means they're going to wrestle on the next Omni card for WCW. But you see, the only man that you people That's should great. be talking about gonna wrestle is WCW. the ECW heavyweight <laughs> the champion. The ECW television champion. And that is a man, Terry Funk, that is so animalistic that he is going to carve you up like professional wrestling's answer to Mrs. John Wayne Bobbitt. Wow. <laughs> Damn, that this was awesome. is what we've all been waiting for. I love a promo by Paulie. The public I think he was going to stop. <laughs> Thought he was going to close the show. In the empty arena match. It's all going to be the same. Because right uh, Maddie in the house ain't no topping that. No. Betty in the house is a chance no here. Crowd in the building. The He's going to introduce uh, Bad Company here. Now, for a few final comments, we're oh going to end the show with the worst promo. Ready, man? Ready, man? No cops, no witnesses, no nothing. Just like in the hood. <laughs> but our hood is the It's like in the hood. Race, <laughs> and we're going to survive. <laughs> oh. Public enemy attacking backstage here. A little closet room. Oh, they got some kind of weapon. Rocco Rock is beating Pat Tanaka with. Crowbar. And... Lose audio here, and there's a hanger on the ground. Paul Diamond. <laughs> the phone ringing. Phone ringing. Two guys just got it. Got the got beat up outside. And what is your name, please? My name's Matt. I direct a, a wrestling TV show. Okay, calm down. You got you got to send someone out to help. These guys are hurt real bad. Two guys came in and 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 hurt them. Where are you calling from? We're, we're at the EC, ECW Arena. It's in South Philly. It's off of Oregon Avenue. Come and get him, they're hurt! <laughs> so Maddie calls the cops. And he wants some help. Well, bad company. He's getting their ass beat. It's weird with, no, with the audio just getting cut out, but I guess that's how they're going to end the show. Yeah, that's how they close it out <laughs> there. So Public Enemy attacks Bad Company one more time backstage, and it seems serious this time. And that concludes the episode. So basically what we had here is pretty much highlight shows with a couple of matches. The one was building up to November to Remember. And then this was pretty much highlights of November to Remember with one full-length match, which was the Sandman against Jim Neidhart. So hopefully, uh, starting with the next couple episodes, they'll get back on track with the regular type of format and not just give us a bunch of promos. We'd like to go back to actually having Three matches. That's what it was prior. It was three matches in promos. And now it's down to one match in promos. Can't keep going on like that. No. So we'll see how that goes in a couple of weeks when we're back on the next episode of the Extreme ECW Livecast. We'll be covering episodes 33 and 34. Close out November of 1993. That's November 23rd and November 30th episodes. And those again will be available in two weeks on January 15th. Year 2020. All right. So, also before we go, though, like I said at the top of the show, JB and I do the bottom line wrestling cast, the Korea Stone Cold Steve Austin, and this week's episode that drops today on January 1st is the episode one of the Hollywood Blonde special series that we're doing, which is the origin story, and that covers the months of October 1992 through January of 1993. And that first watch along we did was a hell of fun. Yeah, so we also did a watch along the Hollywood Blondes. That was 
That's available now. We did that last week. So that's available. That's the Hollywood Blondes. Prior to being the Hollywood Blondes, they just formed a tag team. And they're taking on Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas. Who, like we said before, it's funny because he had his mullet just once before this. And here he is here in the uh, the top of the card with ECW. But Shane Douglas teams up with uh, Ricky Steamboat. They're the unified NWA WCW Tag Team Champions, which is also funny because now ECW is NW, a part of NWA, whereas in early 1993, NWA was still associated with WCW, and then that breaks off after that, and then it's just WCW. So at that point, Ricky and Shane are the Tag Team Champs. They're going to take on newly formed team of Stunning Steve Austin and Flying Brian Pillman. So we did that last week, so check that out. It's a watch-along format. And then, again, today, episode one of the Hollywood Blondes. And then next week on Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, we'll be back with episode 58, covering October of 1999. All right, so before we go, I just want to have you guys reach out to us on Twitter. We are at ExtremeCast on Twitter. If you want to follow me, Mike Pru, Matt MPRU83. JV is at John Van Damage. JV, any final words? Uh, no final words. All right, so we'll see you guys back in a couple of weeks here. Thanks, BTT Army, for all your support and taking a listen here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. And as we head out, we're going to hit you with some slam by Onyx as it was used in this episode <laughs> during a video package in the original production of this episode. So enjoy. See you guys again in two weeks. So long.
terrific. Give me the microphone before I bust on my pants. The mad author of anguish. My language polluted. Onyx is heavyweight. It's still in the field. It took the words right out my mouth. I walk a mile in my shoes. I pay so many dues. I feel used in a building. I'm so confused. Now, excuse me, for example, I'm an inspiration of a whole generation. And unless you got 10 sticky fingers, it's the imitation. A figment of your imagination. But, 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 but wait, it gets worse. I'm not watered down, so I'm dying of thirst. Coming through with the scam. Foolproof plan. Make some noise and just, just 